So a woman gives an actor her husband's burial plot, and then she dies a year later, and she's still buried next to that guy. Was her husband upset? We'll talk about it. This is today. This is today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It is Monday, August 23rd, 2021. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. You have several days today, and here's one that can give you a discount or a deal, I guess you'd say. Anyway, cheap flight day today. Yeah, it's like Amazon Prime Day, but for airlines today. Well, actually, it's kind of starts today, really, because the summer travel season is over, right? Kids are going back to school. There's less family travel. Right now, there's less business travel as well because, you know, everybody's just staying at home these days still. So you can save a ton by switching to, no, you could save a ton on uh, airline uh, costs today. So uh, not everybody's doing it. Now, not all airlines have adjusted their prices, but you could you could save 10 to 20% on some flights. And as always, the, the best advice for airline flights is to shop around. Look kind of everywhere. Don't just settle for one price there. And in general, by the way, it's best to fly on Tuesdays or Wednesdays because they're lighter days and you can save more cash. There you go. I saved you some money, which means you've got to legally listen to the rest of the podcast. Your National Sponge Cake Day today as well. Okay, I got to go right into the record here. The biggest... Doesn't really seem that big to me. Five feet wide, eight and a half inches thick. 350,000 calories, though. Uh, but that is the world's record on sponge cake. Just five feet wide. It feels like, because of a lot of these records that we talk about, you know, like the tacos that are going to go a mile or whatever. I'm exaggerating there. But we have all these huge world's record. And now we've got a cake smaller than I am tall. That's doesn't, I don't know. Can somebody beat this record for me? That would be awesome. You're going to need about 700 eggs, or at least for this one you did, and about 500 pounds of self-rising flour. Now, I guess the problem here is the oven. Like, where are you going to find an oven? So you may have to first set the world's record on the biggest oven before you can set the sponge cake record. But, I mean, come on. It's for me. You can do this. Let's make it happen. It's National Ride with the Wind Day as well. So this actually celebrates the anniversary of the first human-powered flight. That happened back in 1977. Now, the thing looked like basically a bicycle with uh, an attachment to a hang glider, and somebody was brave enough to jump on this thing and start pedaling, and they flew. Yeah, they flew nearly a mile and a half. Um, they were probably pretty frightened, I would think. I, I wouldn't be comfortable with this, but okay, especially being the first one. But they did it on this day back in 1977. Now, there were some other smaller flights prior to this. Uh, for instance, back in 1961, there was a team that did a little brief flight. So uh, this is the day of the longest one. That uh, the, the first long one, the first really successful one happened on this day. So National Ride with the Wind Day today. Do with that what you can. Um, if you have any time after cooking that sponge cake and building the oven. National Cuban Sandwich Day today. Yeah, the Cubano, right? Love it. Cuban bread, ham, roasted pork, Swiss cheese, pickles, mustard. This is a Cuban tradition that goes back to the early 1500s. It actually came here to the States prior to those Cuban cigars. It's better for you. Well, I mean, you know, you got roasted pork in there and ham and stuff, cheese, but, you know, whatever, right? It's better for you than a than a cigar. So uh, go grab yourself a Cubano, and it's probably a little bit more uh, available as well. 
<laughs> that's Cuban cigars. Uh, okay, here's a weird one. It's National Health Unit Coordinators Day. I didn't even know what a health unit coordinator was prior to uh, looking this up. But basically, they work at, uh, you know, like a hospital, doctor's office, a clinic, dentist, things like that. And they're sort of like also called a unit secretary or a ward clerk. But basically, they're organizing the office. They're keeping it all together. They're planning the patient activities. They're updating medical record files. They're resolving complaints as well. So... Once I saw that part, that they're resolving complaints, you got to appreciate these people, right? I mean, come on, if you've got to deal with complaints about a medical issue, I mean, you see people complain at Starbucks for getting the wrong coffee. How upset do people get at the medical office? Yeah, so good job, people that do this job. I don't know who you are. But uh, thank you. Thank you for doing it and putting up with that. I'm sure I could have made some sort of urologist uh, wrong size tall vente joke there. But I'm going to avoid it out of respect for the health unit coordinators. Let's move to 1926. He was known as the great lover. Yeah, Rudolph Valentino. You probably heard the name, right? But here's the thing. He died at the age of 31. Can you believe that? Like, this guy is still talked about, still known. He was an actor uh, all over the movie screen there. And why they called him the great lover, I don't know. I wasn't around back then. But I'm assuming he might have been a, a, a great lover. Uh, yeah, well, he died on this day in 1926. And yeah, it was a shock because he was just 31. And, it, and, it, and here's the thing. He was at a hotel and he collapsed. Right. And then on uh, the 15th or so, this, you know, happened like seven or eight days ago, and he was diagnosed with appendicitis and gastric ulcers. So he went into surgery and things didn't really turn out well. A hundred thousand people lined the streets of Manhattan to pay their respects to uh, Rudy Valentino. Did they call him Rudy? Maybe they just always called him Rudolph. I don't know. Again, wasn't around back then. And you know what? I don't know if they had health unit coordinators back then so that I could check medical records, but maybe there's some HIPAA law there anyway. Uh, yeah. So anyway, okay. So here's the thing, right? I said that it was kind of unexpected. So they hadn't made any arrangements for his burial. The guy's just 31. They expected him to be around a lot longer. So a friend decided to give him a crypt, the crypt for her husband, right? So now he's going in there and he's dead and he's going in there and now check out this though she died the following year no he was actually only supposed to be in there temporarily and then he would be moved somewhere else but since she died now she was in there with rudolph valentino the great lover and her husband's still alive um i i don't i don't know if spiritually anything happened but perhaps i don't know <laughs> Anyway, the two remain side by side there in the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Okay, there you go. Uh, <laughs> odd story. Let's move now to 1973. This guy, Jan Eric Olson, he was released from prison. He was on leave, actually, from prison. He, I guess he was going to go back. I don't know exactly what leave from prison is. They do this in Sweden. This was in Stockholm that this happened. And so he's on leave and he robs a bank. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What else are you going to do? You know, you're on leave. You can't rob a bank in prison. So I guess you're going to go out and, and do that as soon as you, you get out there and get the opportunity. So the police came, right? And, and, and one was shot. One officer was shot. Another 
became a hostage along with the people that were in the bank. There were several hostages like basically stuck in there. The whole event is covered on live TV, not in just Sweden. Like this became worldwide, right? The hostages, however, decided to bond with their captors. They decided to protect their captor. And despite their repeated threats to be killed, the hostages defended them. And then when they were released, they agreed that they would not testify against them. Okay, so this behavior became known as Stockholm Syndrome. So Stockholm Syndrome started on this day in 1973, or at least it got that name in 1973. What is it? Well, confusing feelings towards an abuser. You know, you could experience love or sympathy, empathy, desire to protect them as they did in this case. Again, that was in the 1973 on this day. Okay, let's take a look at some of our birthdays. Gene Kelly was born on this day in 1912, died in 1996. Rick Springfield, 72 today. River Phoenix was born on this day in 1970. He passed away in 1993. And Kobe Bryant, who passed away last year, would have been 43 today. He was born in 1978. Seth Curry is 31 today. That is your look at August 23rd. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, head over to our website. We'll take your suggestion. We'll try to get it on there. We'll we'll do that for you. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ and I will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.